right, let's do this for real now, eh? Hope you've had a great fucking week as always. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. You're with me, Scott. And it's been a fun one for us. You get to hear me complain about the weather again because this podcast is subject to the weather because I set it up outside as my own stupid fucking fault, but literally just stopped hailing here in Perth on a Sunday afternoon. So I'm surrounded by ice and it's very windy. It's just died down a little bit now, so I thought I'll smash in this podcast intro while I can. Um... And get it out to you guys. Uh, I had the absolute honor and pleasure earlier this week of chatting to a, a dude named Nathan Baverstock from an, uh, a band called The Islas out of the UK. Definitely check out this band, guys. Um, they're fucking indie rock-ish, but indie rock doesn't really quite do their sound justice. There's a lot more maturity and depth and dimension to what's going on um, with the music they produce. They sound amazing. The recording is fantastic. They're a whole DIY kind of project. Fuck yeah. Really cool to chat with Nathan. Um, they had a new single out at the time uh, called The Absence of You. Beautiful song. Um, check it out. All the links to this music that I'm talking about and, um, and the Isla's uh, Instagram and all their social media accounts will all be in the description of this podcast. So please give them a follow, give them a like, a subscribe, all that sort of stuff. Um, it was really early, like a like a two a.m. kind of thing here in Perth when I was um, interviewing Nathan, and since then they've released another single uh, called "All the Same," which is a fucking great little track. It's a collaboration with a singer named Emily Parrish as well, out of the UK. So there seems to be some really cool music going on in that neck of the woods uh, at the moment. Hopefully, there's really good music going on everywhere in the world because with this fucking lockdown pandemic bullshit. What else have you got to do? I mean, you might as well be making some fucking music, having fun. And, you know, all these, like, hard trying times that we're going through, you know, pressure builds a diamond or whatever bullshit they say, whatever cliche you want to put in there. But you understand what I'm getting at. It was a lot of fun chatting to Nathan. Um, really cool dude. Really cool band. Please check him out, guys. Um, you're going to hear the interview coming up next. I do have some more lined up for the future. Um... So if you're enjoying them, make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends and all that nonsense. Uh, let's have some fun. So here's uh, Nathan Baverstock from The Islas. Give it up, guys. This is the Jam Room Podcast. Hey, Scott, can you hear me? I can hear you, Nathan. How are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. Thank you. Yourself? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Thanks for coming on, dude. Yeah, no, I've just realized that you're in Perth, man. It's late night. It's late night for you. It is. It's 2 a.m., man, but that's quite all right. I'm hanging out by the bar with a few beers. It's, you know, could be oh, a lot mate. worse, man. <laughs> yeah, happy days, happy days, happy days. How is, um, how's everything going over in the UK? Uh, so I'm um, I'm in Norwich, the city that's like the most eastern, southern eastern city, and it's just started like hammering it down, man. Like it's super, super rainy here. Oh, same um, over here, man. So, it's brutal. Yeah, what's going on? It's supposed to be summer. Well, for us, it is anyway. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, we pretty much always have summer, but for some reason this year has been a pretty <laughs> ridiculous winter. How was the uh, Freedom Day celebrations? Did you get out and about? Yeah, well, to be honest with you, um, it was it was okay. Everyone's still wearing masks, um, and you you just don't really have to book anywhere. So, it, although it was Freedom Day, it, the government kind of stopped calling it Freedom Day because COVID virus has got. got yeah, it's a little tongue in cheek at this point, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, to be honest with you, things haven't changed too much. Um, but I'm excited to go to football games again. Uh, excited to get a gig. So, oh, gigs are back, which is amazing. Um, I um, so, I, I think yeah. I saw on social media that you might potentially be a Chelsea supporter is that correct that's me yeah yeah, um, my, yeah my dad's a huge Chelsea supporter as well he's from um he's from Sussex oh nice yeah my dad too so my dad's from that way he actually well actually he's from from Essex way um but used to used to go and watch Chelsea a lot so I didn't really have a lot of choice really growing up man it was like oh, this me way too no man way. me too I, I had so. way too many <laughs> Chelsea jerseys before I even had a, a sense of what soccer was you know love it love it that's amazing so the Islas, great band, man. I've been checking out all your stuff over the last little while. Um, congratulations on the new single as well, uh, The Absence of You, which is out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out now, yeah. Released on the, the 2nd of July. So uh, thank God we managed to get something out, um, which, is, which is really good because I hate leaving like it, like a whole like six months before we release anything. So it felt so, so, so good to, to get that released. It is uh, like kind of the new game now to kinds of kind of stagger your releases right instead of saving up for everything for a couple of years and then doing a huge chunk everyone's kind of doing these trickle feeds now hey yeah i hate i always hate talking about this because it sounds like i really know what i'm talking about when i don't <laughs> i'm just in an indie band but basically the way people consume music is so different now so from from an artist perspective we're completely diy um we we you know everything you see is us um and when it comes to uploading to spotify or apple music you can basically push one single at a time so okay. we're releasing a full ep of six songs at the end of august and then we're releasing basically two on their own and then another one we're releasing EP. so basically we're being like hey spotify editors three chances three chances that you might you might like some of these songs um and then hopefully you can add them to your playlist so that's kind of the way to do it Drip yeah feed it, bring hack it the out. algorithm a little bit hey hack the algorithm i love that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool so the band is um yourself and three others you're a four-piece band is that correct that's correct yep that's correct indie rockish i mean I, di I didn't want to say that you're an indie rock band because there's a hell of a lot more dimension to what you guys do your voice is great. There's a lot of awesome production. I'm actually really surprised to hear it's all DIY because it sounds beautiful, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think the, the genre is a, um, a strange one because I think when you think of indie, you're like, okay, cool. You've got like Foles and then you've got what? Um, all the way to, you know, Tame Impala, Arctic Monkeys. You've got Always. You've got all these kind of Mm -hmm. different sounding bands all under this indie umbrella so i think the indie just i don't know some people are like it's not a genre they're like it's just not a genre indie isn't a genre and i kind of get that i think the extent. idea of um putting bands in genres is kind of dead these days anyway yeah me too nothing me too. really fits the bill there's no classic rock i mean if it is classic rock you, you could definitely say that but i mean there's mm. too much nuance these days you know yeah i agree so how did you guys all get together like uh uh, I believe 2017 you guys started. Is that correct? Mm, From weeding, yeah, uh, reading whatever right. wiki stuff I could find on the internet. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so how did you all meet? Are you all childhood friends? Like, uh, what's the band dynamic like? 
So um, I met the guitarist Ross um, when I was 16 and he was 18 at a local music college. And I just left school and I hated it. Um, I was quite academic up until my last year, which was really stupid of me. <laughs> um, but really kind of just stopped stopped trying really i'll be really honest um and i thought i was just you know i was gonna get a job and do something that i enjoy um so just worked in retail and then decided to go to college and study music which you know a lot of a lot of people do um at the time i thought i was going to be like ed sheeran or like the next pop sensation didn't really have any any idea i had highlights in my hair man i looked i looked terrible um and then um and then i met ross and he was really into his like uh kind of pop punkish i guess like his kind of his proper rock huge slash fan so like real 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 different um but we had just this mutual thing that not a lot of people had in in music colleges we both like football so we just started talking about football and then kind of really hit it off so i was like hey let's let's just jam together and bless him he started doing some really kind of like horrible acoustic stuff with me and then we just just i guess we just rubbed off on each other we spent a lot of time together became really close friends um and then for the duration of the the two years at college just played in, in different bands um just you know had a, had a had a really good time um when you're at music college you know you're not taught how to to write songs and stuff everyone thinks that you know you sing on tables it's like high school musical it's not you learn about like music business and stuff um, yeah the nitty-gritty how to how to use yeah, social media and uh, not yeah, get kicked off twitter this is it this is it this is it you know how to how to be a a well-behaved rock star basically yeah. um so yeah that was really cool um and then we were just rehearsing a lot you know started off with some covers and we started writing together so we we are the songwriters um and we were in that band as well um and then that band kind of disbanded that kind of college band people went off to university we decided not to stuck around met ed the drummer uh he was in a band called weekend away they're pretty cool and then he said yeah he they're all disbanding same but he's staying in, in norwich so naturally joined and then um a couple of bass players we had a couple of bass players who um who played with us for like a few months but didn't really have find a commitment and then we met granger i used to work with granger um and um he works on he worked on cruise ships and uh, right. he was on a cruise at the time and i was like hey do you want to come and play bass when you get back and he's like yeah sure no worries so he's been with us for about a year and a half now so we did start in 2017 as the islas but we we took about a year or so before we released anything because we'd all been in bands before and we just thought okay cool what do we what do we want to do this time around and oh man like we've played so many venues collectively and we've played great gigs and we've played terrible gigs we've written good songs we've written god awful songs like you know we've we've kind of done it you've all done the grind you put in your hours yeah 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 so that, that definitely comes across in your music man there's a maturity to it that i didn't really expect you know just from to say oh a new band i never really heard of you guys or whatever it was like how are these how are these your first couple of tracks that you've released they are, <laughs> yeah. they are so mature because obviously the first couple of tracks that any band brings out are god awful usually usually <laughs> right but yeah, yeah you're definitely breaking the mold there man that's awesome Oh, dude, I'll find you some demos. You change your mind. <laughs> I'll find you some old demos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah. Put, put them on your social these. media, you know, <laughs> gather a bit of an audience. You never know what people are going to like these days. Sure, sure, I man. I mean, sure. I see some of the new crap that comes out. I'm like, how is this number one? But, you know, WAP, you know what's going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, totally like, in Norwich there, what, what kind of music scene is it for you guys? So you said you did a lot of gigs around. Was it like a, a bit of a rock town? Like, did everyone enjoy live music or was it more of a dance town and you were fighting an uphill battle? Like, what's the music scene like in Norwich there? 
So we've got Norwich is cool because we've got we've got like three unis. So there's quite a, a really young, um, you know, cool kind of crowd. It's very alternative. We've got some great pubs, like really, you know, really, really good, good kind of uh, good vibe in Norwich. Um, but then you've got Norfolk. So obviously Norfolk is the county. And this is basically where people come to die in a nutshell. People work right. in London and they come and retire on the coast so if you want to kind of Sounds branch like out of norwich yeah well yeah yeah i mean i, I, I you know know nothing about it but I, I guess if that's kind of similar really really scenic really kind of i mean i don't know what our yeah perth our is pretty much the florida of the uk i would, I would okay, say okay cool cool it's just okay, all british well, people think... that are here just to play golf and enjoy the sun <laughs> dude i actually think that my like great auntie who i've never met lives in perth so yeah, na- nail yeah i'm a first nail generation nail. australian my whole family is scottish british and <laughs> You know, my wife's an immigrant oh, cool. as well. So, yeah, everybody comes from somewhere else over here. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. I see. I see. Sorry, kind of similar, kind of similar, kind of similar. It's just so. So I guess, um, yeah, that's what I'd, I'd kind of dress Norwich, uh, Norwich as. Norwich is a cool little city, really great vibe. But um, if you're looking to sell out like a, a thousand capacity venue, you, you're better off, you know, putting your eggs in the basket and driving one and a half hours to London, basically. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's, it's pretty good. You have a, a city quite like that, quite mm. that close. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, sure. You know, we've got Perth and, and nothing else. <laughs> so there is uh, absolute. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we have a pretty good music scene over here and we kind of survived cool. pretty well over COVID uh, because we didn't have a huge outbreak over here. We've, we've got a few lockdowns going on here and there now, but mm. um, yeah, our live music scene was pretty good. So I, I, I was hoping we'd get a lot of touring acts coming over over the last yeah. year, but it didn't really quite happen the way I wanted it to. But how did COVID really affect you guys? Did you um, yeah, have to com- just knuckle down and get in the studio? Com- yeah, complete lockdown. So studios were shut. Um, we had everything, everything shut. So personally, we were all, Ed was working in London. I was working in Cambridge, which is kind of between London and Norwich. And then we had uh, Granger working in the uh in in the coast of norfolk so we were really split up and i'll be really honest i think we'd have found it really tough to um to find the time to write together had it not been for the pandemic so obviously here in the uk coming into march 2020 it was just full lockdown for like up until the summer um and then that really allowed me just to just to write really man if i'm being honest i just kind of got got my old microphone out um started getting some kind of demos in logic uh to ross and just kind of just a, a, being adventurous with it really and that's how the ep was created which is pretty cool really because i don't think we'd have been able to put six songs together we we go through so many we go through so many songs before we 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 kind of hit the nail on the head with the single so i'll always write demos and ross is the kind of brains behind the band he's the one who's like i don't like this or he'll be like this is okay which means no, he, he puts really his production it. head on there and say what's gonna sell yeah. what's not hey uh, yeah, yeah he's 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 kind of the he's kind of the master of like a three minute indie indie pops on he listens to a lot more music than i do so it he's really takes a lot of vision melody. to be able to do that man that's a really hard job uh, dude i can't do it like i'll be really honest like i can't do it i can start a song off and i can kind of get it right and i can write a chorus and a bridge and a verse and whatever but he's the kind of person that will piece it all together and be like you know let's just get the verse straight back in after the chorus let's do this kind of he's got a much better ear for that than i have for oh sure. that's <laughs> That's awesome to have someone like that in the band with that kind of um, collaboration because mm. there's always a yin and yang in every band. You're always going to have the the guy that wants to leave in everything, doesn't really care too much about like production quality, just cares about just getting it all out. And there's the guy polishing it. And then there's the, 
the guy trying to orchestrate things a little bit better than then someone else uh, trying to tell you not to be an asshole and drink too much and stuff. It's just, you know, it, it's cool how bands work. I've been in way too many bands for, for forever. And I'm the exact yeah. same as you. And I, I, I don't know when to stop. I don't know what's mm. worth releasing, what's not. I've kind of just yeah. conceded to the fact that I'll never finish a song properly. So I'll just throw out any old crap. Um, yeah. Probably to my own detriment, obviously. But, you know, it just, it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, that's how it is with me, man. I'm just like, I'll write a song and be like, this is this is really cool. I really like this one. And I'll listen to it like four or five times. And I'll be like, oh, that's why he hasn't replied. Because it's actually not that great. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I need to kind of work on some other stuff. So he he is he is good. We don't really, we used to, we used to kind of get, get in each other's face a little bit about it. But I just kind of, as we got older and we played together so long, yeah, he kind of has that that aspect to it. But, you know, to, to fairness of me and you, you know, I think that if I was like, Hey Ross, start this song off. He might not be able to do it. So you know, oh, exactly. it kind of works. It works. Yeah, pretty it's well. the yin yang, the, the chaos and order. It's, you got you've got to have both. You, you can't it. have too much of each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I also while we're talking about some of the songs and your and your collaborations and stuff, you do have a a new song dropping. That's is it? Is it yeah. you or is it the Islas and uh, Emily Parish? I believe, right? Yeah, Isla's featuring Emily Parrish. So um, what Norfolk does have in abundance is fantastic um, solo artists. We've got a wow. whole bunch here. So people that come from uni, uh, you know, come to Norwich, you know, that, that they play. And um, and and Emily is just, it's just exceptional. So I don't know if you had the chance to listen to maybe some of her solo stuff. Um, but if you haven't, I definitely, definitely would. So I, she released, uh, she released an album, um, we use the same producer that's how i found her but she 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 released an album but i think i must have found it at the beginning of lockdown i think she might have released it just a bit before then and i'd actually seen her play at a local festival called wild past festival which okay. is this really cool like multi multi-venue festival in in norwich and um i was like oh my god this her voice is just insane like it is just so so good and we always really wanted to collaborate with with somebody and then i wrote i wrote i wrote all the same and it's a really uh really soft like song like it was at the peak of the pandemic where everything was just so uncertain so it's really kind of morbid lyrics and we we made it really kind of simple like it's the same drum beat all the way through really kind of you know tranquility based hotel and casino vibes that kind of thing and um and really quite nice kind of slap back guitars like it's really really simple to play and then the chorus is is quite catchy we had like quite this catchy chorus and then i I sent it to her and i said i'd love i'd love you to consider you know, featuring on it. And she was like, Oh my God. Yes. Like I'll send you some stuff like this sounds really, really cool. Um, and dude, she, she came to the studio. Um, and I think she, we had the whole afternoon with her. And I think she nailed it in like five takes. Oh, like wow. it was really embarrassing. What a pro. Man, Cause I, yeah, I know it was really embarrassing for me. I was so glad I did my vocal takes cause mine took a lot longer. Um, but yeah, she, she was, she was awesome. And, and that song was a good song. I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. And then when we listened to the whole EP back to back, it stood out to me as a favorite because of what she did. It's, it's not, she hasn't, she's kind of singing along. She's back in it. She has like a, a kind of little solo bit in it where she repeats the, the line all the same in the bridge. And it's just, her voice is just so unique and so cool that it just, yeah. it just takes that track to a, a totally new place. So really I, I, we shouldn't have done it sooner. I think, I think collaborating with other artists is really cool anyway. Um, but as Absolutely. long as you're the kind of same. Absolutely. You got to, you got to yeah. share everything around. Everybody's going to have something, some ingredient to add to your soup there, you know? Oh man, hundred percent. And I think, um, 
I think if I'm being really honest, like although that we do have a, a lot of really, really great solo artists here, especially female solo artists, I think if it wasn't for Emily, I don't know if we'd have had a feature on it because I was just so wrapped up in her album at the time. I really loved it. It's not um, something that crosses your mind when you're writing an album um, as a band to mm. add in one feature song or a couple. I mean, yeah. it's a big thing these days. Every single album seems to have every song featuring some other person with dollar signs in their name or whatever. But it's not so much like a, an indie rock thing. It's more of a pop thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think that I I guess <laughs> originally I was like, oh, my God, do we think we're Calvin Harris? Like having all these featured artists <laughs> on, like what's going on? Um, but then I, I listened to... Um, I listened to Mystery Jets and Laura Marling. They've got that great track, Young Love. And Laura Marling reminds me of Emily because she's got a really nice voice, a really like acoustic, uh, you know, great, great vibes, but she smashes mm -hmm. that song. And then you've got like um, kind of newer pop songs, like you've got Wallows and I think they did a track with Kyra, I think her name is, and that was pretty cool. So I think like male indie bands working with, with, a, with a really cool, unique female voice can work so that that kind of was oh it definitely we did like it. here in australia we had a, a we have an artist called gordier um mm -hmm. and uh i was a huge gordier fan forever and then he did one song it got pretty famous maybe 10 15 years ago called um somebody i used to know and it was because yep. he you know hooked up with a singer kimber and, and did a great job of this but that single was my least favorite gordier song but it's what <laughs> like elevated him to international stardom you know yeah and had a great video clip yeah. and all that sort of stuff so People notice when you do these little collabs, I think. I think it's a, mm. a, a big, uh, it's a crossing of um, of audiences, right? Yeah, I think so. And I think because we're both Norfolk artists, I really hope that the local radio scene get behind it. And, you know, I really hope that, you know, I hope that fellow Norfolk artists will be like, this is quite, this is cool. Like, let, let's, let's, let's kind of check this out. This is pretty great because they'd have definitely heard of Emily. Um you know, and hopefully, hopefully us as well in the scene. So I think it's, it's exciting. Like it's really exciting. When, when, when we recorded it back in um, March time, this was the one I was excited for people to hear. Yeah. And, and if you give, give anybody a tip for, if they want to do any collabs, try and collaborate with someone with a bigger audience than yourself. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. I mean, that, yeah, that, I mean that, that just makes sense. I mean, we'll, hopefully we can nail down someone like who's like TikTok famous or something. Then it all, all systems go from there. That's but it. You just make up a silly thing. dance to one of your songs and let it go viral. <laughs> <laughs> Try it's and just uh, film dream. a whole bunch of mums doing it at a shopping mall or something. <laughs> then oh, the flash mob thing's dead, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, man. Then I know. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, we've done it, boys. We've done it. Yeah, that's it. You get that 15. It, it literally is 15 minutes of fame on TikTok, hey? Mm. That's mm. it. It all burns out quick. Uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do want to confirm one thing, um, Nathan, um, just so I get the introduction right. Your surname is Baverstock? Baverstock? Bavis Baverstock. Baverstock. I thought it would be Baverstock. I didn't want to insult you and saying it no, wrong. Just so no, I get my introductions uh, right and all that stuff. It's so English. My friends always say it sounds like a house name in Game of Thrones. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Baverstock house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, it totally does. Totally does. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Well, I don't want to take up too much time, like I said, but I've got some like quick fire questions for you if if you're cool with that. Oh man, let's do it. All right. There's only you know four or five of these. Um, so favorite instrument sound-wise. What instrument do you the, love the sound of most? The sitar. Ah, it's a haunting sound. Hundred percent. Like, I've I only, I I've only ever played a sitar once in my life. I had a friend that bought one back from India, and ah, oh, that was a that was a good time getting high, mucking around on that. 
<laughs> oh, mate, honestly, I wish I could play it. I love, um, like, Young the Giant used one. Um, Noel Gallagher's used it a bit. And I just think that is, that is so cool. Oh, beautiful. All right, here's the next question. Uh, is John Mayer overrated? Oh. oh, that's a horrible one. He's not, I'm I mean, he's sorry for that it, question, so. man. I know, I know. Of course, if you listen to this podcast, yeah, let's call him <laughs> out. Let's, let's, start a, let's start a beef. But no, 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 no. I don't think so. But I think, I, it's, a, I think it's a maybe. I think it's a divisive question. It's a divisive question because I'm not massive of his... It's quick fire, so I'm going to say no. But okay. I'm not massive of his really popular songs, but I like... I, I do love... I do love John Mayer. Yeah, I love him as well. I love him and hate him at the same time. It's a hard yeah, question. Yeah. All right, so uh, your house is burning down and yep. you have to go in and save one piece of musical equipment, not your computer, because yep. I understand that that's got all your good stuff on it. <laughs> what do you grab? I grab my Rickenbacker, hands down. Yeah, I've seen a lot of photos of that. It's a beautiful guitar, man. It is. Beautiful. It is my Rickenbackers pride, pride don't get used joy. these days, man. It's like a, it's a fading guitar brand, but they were everything right. in the Beatles days, you know? I know my dad's a huge Paul Weller fan, so he got it for me for twenty first birthday. So Jesus, it was like lucky. Wait, wait, oh man, like he he could not afford that. I still can't believe he got me for it. Uh, so yeah, Rick and back. Oh, you're day. coming good on it, man. Coming good on it. <laughs> All right, what album do you recommend the most in your life? Like, have you just noticed that you recommend this one album to people the most? I think I bang on about London Calling by the Clash every day. Ah, yes. So I a few I'll people in my life say, that do the same. Yeah, I'd probably say there's an artwork of it in my room looking at it right now. So I'm probably going to say, yeah, London Calling. Awesome. All right, last one, man. Oh, maybe this was a bit of a two-parter, right? Um, mm -hmm. You could meet any musician throughout history and ask him one question. Who is it and what do you ask? Oh. Oh, that's such a good question. I've just banged on about The Clash, but I've always wanted to meet Joe Strummer. I've always mm -hmm. would have loved to have met Joe Strummer. And I guess my question would be, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on, man? Like, <laughs> imagine, if, imagine if Joe Strummer could write an album now with all of like the movements, with everything that's happened in the world, the politics in the UK. I would love just to be like, give me your thoughts. Like, what is happening right now? Because like he's written some just incredible songs about you know race, politics, religion, you know, you name it. And like all what we've seen in the past two years has been so, uh, you know, in, uh, it, insane. It, it'd blow a lot of people's mind, like, I think. Yeah. I'd just be like, can you just can you just write an album so things make sense? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So you'll meet Joe so Strummer and ask him to write an album. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a, that's a wicked question. Is, question. Yeah. yeah, he's literally just he's literally just like uh, alive for one day, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? That's why I ask. Oh man, that's a great answer. Well, thank you so much. What's the <laughs> best way um, for the listeners and everybody to support your work, follow you, buy your merch, and everything? What's the best way to reach out? Best thing to do is find us on all social medias. You can get us on every single platform apart from TikTok, uh, which is at the Isla's Band. Super, super simple handle. It's the, at the Isla's Band on everything. Um, we're always on Instagram, always on Twitter, tweeting stupid shit. So, um, you know, come and, and say um, hi. I'll put all these uh, links to your, your Spotify and everything in the description of this podcast. Um, oh, and amazing. All your Instagram amazing. and everything like that. Any questions for us over here in Perth, man? Oh, dude, just so so jealous of how you've handled uh, handled the pandemic. I think oh, we're not out of it yet, really man. Cool. We're, we're, we're nowhere near going back to normal. With yeah, because our vaccine rollout's not very good over here, so we keep well, getting these snap is, lockdowns and stuff. Yeah, ours is good, but we're probably still going to go back into it. Um, I guess questions. Um, well, this is one for you in Perth. Is that I'm hoping that I'll be coming to Melbourne pretty soon. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I don't even been, but what am I doing? Where am I going? Where am I eating? Or like a venue. Give me a venue in Melbourne that I've got to go to. Uh, I wouldn't have a clue, but a very good friend of mine lives over there and he should know, but I don't know off the top of my head. I've been around in Melbourne, but I was way too drunk to know where the hell I was. Okay, so dude, I'll find it. I'll find yeah. something. I'll find some yeah, bar. It, it's, a, it's a cool city, man. There's plenty of little bars everywhere. It's um, it's a trendy little city as well. So um, nice. yeah, you'll have no problems anywhere, man. I'm sure. Love it, Scott, man. Thank All you right. so Thank much. Thank you so much, Nathan. Enjoy the rest of your evening, dude. And um, I'm going to finish another couple of beers and maybe fall asleep, hopefully. <laughs> hey, get yourself to bed, but enjoy those beers. Take it easy. All right. Thank you, brother. See ya. Take care, man. Thank you.